Super Bowl commercials. Mm-hmm. Did you like them? Loved them. Loved every minute of the Super Bowl commercials. I, I told you today, I, like, I'm not jazzed about anything that has to do with sports, but all, all in all, the Super Bowl, I thought was an incredible game. I told you I loved all of the commercials. This from the serious ones all the way to the goofy ones. Mm-hmm. I loved the halftime show. Like I came in and I'm like, "Oh, that was so much fun to watch." I had a blast. That was my POV. The second half of the Usher halftime show I loved. The first half was a little bit of a slow, boring start and I was and I was looking forward to it. Like Christine and I both were. Mm-hmm. And we were like, "Come on. Let's come on, get going." It. And once Little John appeared and <laughs> he saved the day. Yeah. And did and it said turn down for what? It was game yeah. on. <laughs> From yeah. that moment on, it was it was pretty great. I it thought. was so good. But uh the commercials, I <sighs> But why? <laughs> why are you being such a grumperton about the commercials? You, what's so funny is that Katie and I were talking about this before the show, and the commercial that I use as my example of the worst of the worst was the Dunkin' Donut commercial, and that was your favorite. I loved every minute of it. I thought it was so fun. Does it make you want to? Does it make you want to buy go to Dunkin' Donuts more often? Does it make you want to buy Dunkin' Donuts products more than it did before? You know. You're like, oh man, I wouldn't normally have gone to Dunkin' uh, in the morning, but I will now you that know, I saw that. Ben Affleck. Well, it's not that. That's I mean, what it's supposed to be. It is It is what that's supposed to be, but there's there's remembrance in it, and it's not necessarily- Nostalgia? Not, like, I'll pass by a Dunkin' now, and I'll laugh because I'll think of that Super Bowl commercial, which is part of the marketing. Maybe I'm not going to go into Dunkin' because I'm not really a-, a They call, need to make money off they of do. that commercial. They do. But I'm not maybe going to go in and buy the expensive coffee. That's just not how I roll. But I'll look at the Dunkin' and if I did have a hankering and there was a Dunkin' and a Starbucks, I'd probably more be more apt to do the Dunkin' because I think like, oh, they're funny. They put on a funny thing. I will fully admit that I am a pessimistic, stick in the mud, no, not humorless no. old man. <laughs> not so I, all of that, all of that said... I I can see when I watch those commercials, I can see the boardroom of some multi-million dollar marketing company sitting there with the heads of these huge corporations going, you know, what who who are the most rele- relevant super celebrities out there and let's pay them whatever we need to pay them to come on and be silly and do something dumb on our commercial during the Super Bowl, and then Americans will love us. And I just don't... It makes no sense to me to pay Tom Brady $15 million to wear a Duncan jacket and pretend he's a DJ to make anybody go, well, that's it. I'm going, I'm, I'm going to Duncan five days a week. From now on, because that was great. That like, it just makes me just cringe. I think that is part of it. But like the other part to the commercialism that is now 2024 is that hype. 
Like, it, they are trying to sell the product. You've got The hype's got to come along with a financial payoff, though. It's true. And I'm not, maybe it does. Maybe it does. Maybe this works. Maybe people see that and they go, like, did the Bud Light commercials, do you think, change anybody's mind about I don't know. Bud Light? I don't know. Because they ain't trying. But the glitz and the glam and the bombastic nature sure. is also part of it. I know, I understand the financial part taking the precedence. But to put... Ben Affleck, who has been the Duncan guy now for a long time, and have J Lo a part of it, and then Matt Damon. I'm like, Tony, come on, that way the Dunk King, come on. <laughs> Matt Damon hating his life to be forced to do it. It was so good. And then the one with J- uh, Jason Momoa too, which was the T-Mobile, and it's the two oh, guys from Scrubs. Oh, I hate that one too. <gasps> I hate that one too. It was so funny. I love the guy from Scrubs. How about the line at the end when the lady was like, do it again, but this time take your shirt off? Yeah. And then she looked at the other two guys and she's like, you can keep them on. What if that was a girl? It would never be a what girl. What if a guy said, hey, do that again, lady, but take your shirt off? <laughs> Yeah, I guess so. I told you I'm a humorless old man. I get it. I get it. I'm a grump. You didn't like one commercial? Not one? Uh, I didn't see that. I didn't see very many. But no, that that doesn't... None of that does anything for me. I think it's just... Tony. I, I think it's... It's supposed to be cheesy. It's supposed to be corny. It's also supposed to be profitable. $7 million just for the commercial. How much yeah. do you think Jason Momoa got paid? How much do you think Ben Affleck got paid? And, and if, if it was more than 30 seconds, Ooh. too, if it was like a minute. Yeah. All right. I'm going to go crawl back in my cave. <laughs> <laughs> I listen to little John. <laughs> Come on, Katie, back tomorrow, too. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast in the meantime and keep it right here for the O'Reilly Report next. The Tim Jones and Chris Arp Show at 4, Larry at 6, and Rob Carter at 8. Thanks for listening to News Talk STL. 